old woman! Man! Ma'am, sorry. What knight lives in that castle over there? I'm 37. What? I'm 37, I'm not old. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture hang together, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and always keeping it hunted. Keeping it hunted. Like, that's what the kids say. They don't say 100%. They, they say hunted. Well, that's what I, I have heard. And uh, my name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. We're so glad that you're here. And we're not going to be doing this thing by ourselves this evening. She's sitting across the table from me. Her hair is the brightest hue of purple, magenta, and orange in that order. She's a punk rock pirate, your friend and mine. Would you please welcome Alexandria Marica? I'm so glad that you got the colors right, Tony. Well, you know what? You, you, you have ridiculed and belittled me. Getting I it wrong. little, perhaps, <laughs> encouraged you to correct yourself. <laughs> I said, your hair is so red. And she said, um, actually. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, it's okay. Uh, she's like, get it right or pay the price. <laughs> I don't think I sound like that. I feel, I felt, that's, <laughs> the, way, that's <laughs> the way it felt. That's the way it felt. Uh, moving around, going from uh, bright red, uh, purple, magenta, and orange hair to no hair at all. Uh, wow. he, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet until you're on the wrong side of a PvP match with him. Would you please welcome Jamaican Ollie. What do they say about glass houses and throwing stones, my friend? <laughs> I think they say people who live in glass houses should change in the basement. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I think that's what that feels like what they what they say. If it's not, it's what they should. Uh, we're we're actually we are we are down a Puerto Rican tonight. Uh, oh, we got we got uh, Julia and uh, Lismati are off is celebrating friends miss friends some made up like we're gonna have an extra holiday because we have friends i'm surprised you don't do that more alexandria with all the friends you have i am having friends miss next week actually. dang it i knew it. <laughs> it's 50s themed but because we do have a uh, we do have a puerto rican quota here uh we invited to come back to uh, our show your friend and mine she is uh i, I don't do i don't know if i have a, a, an intro for you but um she is like the fallout boy of our heart. Um, the, the, she, she's the pit boy that directs us towards the radiated water. I don't know. It's Liz, everybody. Megacon Liz. <laughs> Megacon Liz is here, everybody. Whoa. I was trying to figure out a good, like, everyone has, like, their own, like, perfect thing to, well, you guys did. And then I'm like, man, what do I say? Am I that lame? But I'm just going to say here, hey. Well, I, tr- I promise whatever you say is going to be better than what I said to introduce you. <laughs> Fallout boy and, in my heart is and, my band name. And now... A girl. <laughs> it's a female. It lives. <laughs> it me. It me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for filling an empty seat at our podcast and in our hearts. De Thanks nada. for being our Puerto Rican tonight. <laughs> De nada. I feel Puerto Rican. And I feel Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> then down to the other end of the table. Uh, she's here to learn, but the greatest lessons of all are going to be the ones, the, the friendships that she's going to make along the way. I haven't seen her in 100 years. I'm so glad she's here. Please welcome Charlotte, the intern. What up? She is pure podcast adorableness. 
hunt it. Hunt it. <laughs> no, I was gonna ask. Is that what you say? No, I say one hundo. One hundo p. Hundo. Hundo p. Hundo p. Well, we, hold on to that. <laughs> hundo p was my favorite fighter in Street Fighter Two Championship <laughs> Edition. Hundo p. Hundo p wins <laughs> round two. Fight. You know. <laughs> Wait, Hundo P, that's E Honda. E Honda. I was thinking of, dang it, man. Yes. Uh, and tonight we're going to be talking about generations. We're going to talk, because uh, I don't understand. Charlotte, you, uh, I have t shirts that are older than you, darling. <laughs> and uh, it's it's true. It's sad, but it's true. Uh, somewhere along the way, I stopped being the boy wonder and I started, like, I went from uh, boy wonder to old man Logan. I don't know where, where it happened, but the, the sun has eclipsed on my youth and I'm comfortable with it. Uh, but but I'm, I'm always trying to see, learn, and observe what it is that makes one generation unique and different from from the others, and that, and that's what we're going to be talking tonight. Not only through the lens of our faith, but our fandom, and um, in order to fully experience the gamut, the end to end of the generational experience right now, uh, here at the table we have a a, a Gen Zer in in our Charlotte the intern. We have a couple millennials in in Liz and Alexandria. Uh, Oliver and I represent Gen X, but we were missing a boomer. Not anymore. And <laughs> that is why tonight at the Nerdy Godcast, live and in person, we have my mom, Mama Mags. Miss Miss Maggie is here. Hi, Mom. Hi, one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we don't Ten we don't better. we don't start by giving our age, but that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so that's oh, I'm a, not a Hunt it. But when you say it, I believe you. Okay. Uh, uh, well, so so this is my mom, you guys. And uh, if you have any problems or complaints with me, you can blame her. Because she Goodbye, made me. Guys. <laughs> and uh, representing a sort of timelessness that uh, cannot be encapsulated by generational labels. He's in the, the booth. Let's give it up for Nick, the engineer. Hello. There he is, everybody. All right. And uh, we are so glad that you are with us. The best way for you to join the conversation is for you to follow us across all the social medias. Uh, Guys, tell us how they can do that. Wherever there's people online who love Jesus and nerdy stuff, the Nerd of Godcast is there. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Become a supporter of this ministry at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can also subscribe to our daily nerd devos on your favorite podcast app or on your Alexa. Finally, join our online small group, The Nerd of God Squad, on Facebook by going to nogsquad.com. The Nerd of God Squad. Share some memes and live your dreams. Live your ever-loving dreams. Uh, I enjoy The Nerd of God Squad. That's one of my favorite places. It is delightful. And uh, one of the things that, that, that we get in that community from the Nerdy God Squad is encouragement and support. We, we're able to be there for other people. We have people that are able to be there for us. And uh, I got a wonderful treat a couple weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, and you guys got it, too. Uh, and that is uh, we got a submission from a listener named Chris Herman, who lives all the way out in sunny California. So and Chris Herman drew a picture of all of us. And it was pretty cool. It was incredible. It was I loved it. I was like, okay, what is this, you guys? Like, I was really blown away by that, and I thought that that was pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, he he got all of us in there. It's, it's currently our our uh, the, at the top of our page, our, our header on the Facebook 
uh, Nerd of God cast page, so you can go check that out and give Chris Harmon some life, uh, some love. We uh, we definitely appreciate that. We love interactive stuff with our Nerd of God squad, and that made us so happy. So from all of us, thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you, you, Chris. Thank you. Felt very very honored. If you guys are creative in any way, we love Nerd of God cast creativity. If you guys have drawings, paintings, etchings, sculptings, uh, like Minecraft you. worlds, rap songs, crochet work. <laughs> Um, if you want to make a Nerd of God cast doily, I don't know, whatever you guys might do. That's something that I feel like Jackie would do, make a mm-hmm. doily. Mm-hmm. 100%. Hundo. Hundo P. Hundo P wins. Another thing, we are, we're going to be going out and hanging out with some of our Nerd of God squad, uh, our, our online friends and our in real life friends this spring at Megacon. And, uh, we we went out there last year. We're we're set up to go out again. Uh, we had our plans to go out, and you know these things they they do take money. They do take resources, and uh, we try to save up. Uh, we have historically sold T-shirts and stickers and merchandise on our website that kind of helps out with our outreach, our ministry uh, beyond the operational month to month things that that we have to pay for, like internet space and hosting and things like that. And a lot of that is carried by our Patreon sponsors who go to Patreon.com/slash Nerdigodcast, as Charlotte mentioned earlier. So thank you, Patreon patrons. Thank you very much. We love you and we bless you. Uh, but we have a couple other people that, that always partner with us every year to help make uh, big events like Megacon a reality. And actually, I love Megacon because that's where we meet amazing people like Megacon Liz. Megacon Liz. Yes, and uh, we've, right. we've told that story time and time again. But, you know, we go out there, it, it actually real people that we get to connect with and encourage in the Lord and then, you know, form relationships with. And, and here you are sitting at the table with us today. Don't you feel delighted? I feel like a VIP. <laughs> In fact, it was just the other day at, at your birthday. Happy birthday, Megacon Liz. Gracias. You are 20 years old? Seven. Okay, I didn't know. I, a lady's not supposed to, you know, don't want to tell. Um, 27 years old. And you were saying, are we going to go back to Megacon this year? And if so, you volunteered to help. You're on, on our team. Yes. Which is awesome. Thank you, Liz. And uh, there's there's other people uh, that are even from across the country that are coming in. Last year, Scotty Higa came in from California. Uh, this year, I don't know if people want me to tell their business, but we have other people that are part of our squad that are going to be flying in, and they'll be here that week and helping out at Megacon. And we've also got people that have started giving financially towards our Megacon uh, efforts. Uh, in fact, we had one very generous donation. Again, I don't mind giving credit where credit's due, but sometimes people don't want the left hand to know what the right hand's doing, so I don't want to really say names and put people's business out there. Uh, but we had a couple of people that have come in and helped us to completely 100% cover the cost of our Megacon registration. Awesome. Wow. Which That's is awesome. which is amazing because we it's it's a big cost. We do a big double booth in Artist Alley and uh, there's things that, that thankfully that because of earlier years we can carry over and we don't have to put some of the cost out for a backdrop and things like that anymore. But, uh, but there is a lot of stuff that goes into it, a lot of cost that goes into it and it's just really awesome to partner with people. Uh, we're still going to be getting uh, print materials, some giveaways, merchandise t-shirts, printing, things like that. All, everything is more expensive now than it ever was. So uh, if you still want to be a part of our Megacon team or our Megacon effort, either in person or through the financial support, you can definitely do that. Just email me at nerdygodcast at gmail.com or uh, message us on the Nerdygod squad. So we, we love that. In fact, I don't want to spill the beans on anything just yet, but we had one of our squad members uh, who is original Twitter follower from back in the day that reached out to me the other day and said, hey, here's an opportunity here in Florida. Uh, it's not in Orlando, but it's it's uh, out in the state somewhere uh, for something that's coming up at the end of January. 
which could be a really cool opportunity. So I reached out to the promoters of this event, and as soon as I get the uh, thumbs up from them, we may be hosting a panel at a comic book convention. Wow! Uh, I'll just go ahead and say in the like in between Orlando and Tampa, kind of in that middle, like a, a city, uh, some city that's made of land and several lakes. Ah! <laughs> I don't want to spill the beans on that too much, but like mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait. I hope that I can make a good uh, announcement for that very, very soon. Anyway, uh, that's a lot of talk from me. It's time now to hear what our squad had to say for this week's, you guys know how it is, Best, Best Thing, thing ever. ever! I'll uh, explain it for my mom who who has not probably ever listened to this show before. Uh, I always listen. That, you got to talk into the microphone, Mom. I always listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, Mom, you can tell everybody what the best thing ever is. No, no, I don't always listen. <laughs> I'm not falling for your trap, boy. Uh, <laughs> and, and this week's uh, best thing ever, this season, we've been doing the best vehicles ever across all of the different fandoms, and it's a bracket system where you can go on and vote every week for uh, the different matchups. And last week, our matchup was what, Alexandria? We had a matchup from the Batman 2022. Robert Pattinson. The Batmobile. Yeah, that was that was one Bob of the more Pats. impressive moments in that movie. Was Honestly, that, that Batmobile. I really enjoyed Just his Batmobile, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Against none other than Kit. Mom, do you remember Kit? I remember Kit. Kit, Kit, Kit from car and um, Hasselbacher or somebody was his, <laughs> was his <laughs> driver. Hasselfrau. It's Hasselfrau. No, it's not. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Germans. It's close, Mom. Yeah. We do love it. Um, Honestly, I remember Kit from like the reboot in the early 2000s. But we're not going to talk about that because that's not the Kit that the Batmobile was. Again, this is the generational disparity that we're talking about. You remember the far inferior version of Kit. Who do you guys think won? The the Bat. Well, we had several Batmobiles in this, and, and the Batmobiles pretty much universally win. Well, with an upset, what 58% T. to 42%. Kit beat the Batman's what? Batmobile. Uh, that honestly really surprises me. I'm genuinely wow. surprised Our by Pat's that. Our Pat's Batmobile was top freaking tier. Right. It was so sick. Oliver, have you ever felt... She said T. Our Pat's Batmobile is top tier. I'm going, I understood the word Batmobile. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, so let me translate... The T is the four one one. Okay, here's the four one one. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> I want. Let me ask you this. Pause for a best thing ever. <laughs> Do you know what four one one actually is? No. Is it a help thing? Like you call and you get information, information. on what? I on know. A pay phone. I know. No, I know that you know, Maggie. <laughs> yes. I know, Mom, that you know. Mom used to pick up the phone. And she'd say, she, "Mom would pick up the phone and she'd say, hello, Thelma Lou, connect me to four <laughs> <laughs> So similar to how you would call 911 if you need an emergency. Back in the day before you could Google everything. But is it like the commercial 1-800-411? Nope. <laughs> no. Very close. Very 411 close. was an information phone. Mom, tell, tell them what it is. It was information. You called information to get a number. For somebody, yeah. So if I wanted so to like call, a phone book? it was like a it was like a, a phone book, like yes. Phone book. So you would call uh, up and they would operator they, operator. Uh, you would call up and you would say, "Can I please have the number for the animal hospital?" And they would say yes, and they would give you the number, and then they would connect you to the oh. animal hospital, and they would charge you like a quarter or something like that to do it. 
But yeah. And now we have Google. And now you don't need it because I wonder what would happen if you dialed 411 from a landline. Like, what would it do? You would get your You'd get somebody that's sitting there going, oh my God, it's ringing. I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, Okay, we've trained for this. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. Somebody with a rotary phone with cobwebs on it that hasn't been called since 1998. I'm sorry. So that is when, when someone says 411, it, that would be the number you would call for information. information. So now you've learned the etymology of a... a okay. Keep going with me. And they don't think I know a buttload of crap about a buttload of crap, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know. Now we know. Am I continuing with my translation of Yeah, so, of so the, the, bat- the Batmobile lost. Batmobile lost against Kit, which wow. is genuinely surprising. This is the first Batmobile that we've lost. Yeah, sorry. In this whole bracket system. Wow. Rest in peace. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Okay. Um, R.I.P. King. Crying. <laughs> 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 um, so, up next, yeah, we have the Ecto One. Okay. All right. Against whatever is going to lose. Mach Five. Uh, okay, hold on. I don't know what Mach Five is. From Speed Racer. I don't know a speed racer. Okay, so oh. like it's anime, but like old anime. Yes. Okay. About a car that goes really fast. Oh. And a guy vroom, named vroom. Speed Racer <laughs> who Wait, drove it. The guy's <laughs> name is Speed Racer? Yeah, I think his name is his name not Speed. I'm, I think his name is Speed. I feel like sure. it is. Yeah. It feels it feels a little on the nose, right? Right. <laughs> and then there was a monkey that rode in his trunk named Chim Chim or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it's been a long time. That is true. Charlotte looks shocked. <laughs> This is. I mean, I'm living so, for this. So, Charlotte, this is your uh, this is your homework assignment this week. Is you got to go research Speed Racer and let us know what you find out. Deal. From the animated series to the rebooted animated series to the Wachowski brothers slash sisters uh, live action version of it that was their follow up to the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> that one was not that good. No, I'm not saying that it was good. I'm just saying she has to go find out about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. Well, then. That's Find out if it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: It's not. Actually, it wasn't. It was not a bad movie. It was. It was like basically was like if Hot Wheels cars come to life. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, mm. go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go. I, my money's on the Ecto One because Ghostbusters are rad. But I could see a little Speed Racer upset there. I mean, if Kit beat the Batmobile, yeah, we t- might see another upset. Dogs and cats living together at this point. Mass hysteria. I just don't know what to expect from our followers. I don't think any of us. Do. I'm curious about this. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, uh, now I will tell you this. I just looked up the voting oh, okay, for okay. for the uh, the previous round, the Batmobile versus mm-hmm. the um, Kit. Kit. The Kit and. Almost universally, with a couple little exceptions, but almost universally, the voting went right down generational lines. I would say people that were over the age of 35 voted for Kit. People that were wow. under 35 voted for the Batmobile. The Batmobile's mm. just so sick. Yes, but there's only one Kit. Yep. Unless Ooh, you saw the crappy off. reboot, right? Yeah, there was a reboot. Because yeah. the original Kit was Mr. Feeny. I think when they did the reboot, the voice of Kit was Val Kilmer. Right. Yeah, it was. Is, that, is actual Val Kilmer still alive or did he die? He's alive. Is he? No, wait, wait. Is, Nick, Nick, do the research on this. Is he alive? Yeah, let me check. Oh, spoiler alert. He died in Top Gun. <laughs> wait, the second The second one. I said spoiler alert, so you can't be mad at me. Valcomer is still alive. He is still alive. He's years old. Okay. Wow. He, he had uh, throat cancer or something. Yeah, but he can't, like, yeah, he can't talk at all. Yeah, he uses one of the, the vocal boxes. Yeah, like, like Stephen Hawking kind of deal? That's crazy. Uh, no, uh, like... Just one of the vocal things. Well, the less exciting Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> It'd be cooler if he had like to speak and spell, you know, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> um, all right. So where can they vote for this? 
at the Nerd of God Squad found on Facebook. That's right. Do that and let us know who you think is the best, best thing, thing ever. ever. Nice. Uh, we uh, we're, we're missing Neff also tonight. Neff was sick and he he would not be able to be with us. He was going to send us in a uh, a Neff ad, but um, he met, messaged me and let me know that his cat is dying actively. Oh, right now, yeah. So that's I, which I don't want to be heartless, but I feel like his cat's been dying for a for a minute. As heartless. Oh, oh, oh! T- you turn on me now. What, mom? Say say something. Better than his grandma. Isn't that what people always say? Oh, my grandma died. So do they say that? People yeah. use that as an excuse to get out of stuff in yeah, college. To yeah, be honest, yeah, and, and, like, sorry, and my work. grandma dies. It's true. It's I think true. his grandma died. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Mama this just took a very dark yeah. turn. Sorry about that. Yeah, I remember but that one is time. Always the he, excuse, he, right? He right? was saying something about his grandma one time, and I said, "Grandma Neff," and he's like, "No, Grandma Neff is dead." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Oh, I, no. And I'm, I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I don't want to call Neff right now and say, "Hey, we're talking about your cat. Is your grandma dead?" Because <laughs> that feels wrong. Hey, you know what it seems like it should, we should do? Seems like we should stop talking about this. Uh, we will be. Uh, uh, right, right back. Uh-oh. Well, people do use that as an excuse, like my uh, grandma died. My grandma died. Uh, we know, know. We, mom. We got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Yeah. It was terrible. Do you like Star Wars, Harry Potter, League of Legends? Do you like Craig's culture and nerd culture? Do you like them when they come together for some sweet, sweet two-player co-op? Let me introduce to you the Daily Nerd Devo. Five-ish or less minutes of nerdy goodness surrounded by Christ culture for inspiration, uplifting, or even difficult discussions. Nerdy devotions regularly every week, available from the Nerd of Godcast. Check us out wherever fine podcasts are consumed. And hey, if you're interested, send us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com and let us know. Go check out the Daily Nerd Devo, bite-sized nerd culture, surrounded by a whole lot of Christ culture. So, so we do have some generations around the table here. Let me let me define uh, if you're not 100 percent with with it on what these different generational labels you mean. A hundo mean. Pee? What you mean a hundo pee? Hundo pee. I thought you asked me if I had to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm old, but I can still hold it through a podcast. Okay. <laughs> Uh, real quick, I, I want to just talk about a movie that's coming out. It'll probably be out uh, right, uh, middle of the month. I think it's uh, December 16th. The new Avatar movie coming out. Yes. The, mm-hmm. the Avatar. Um, In the water? Wak- the water? The, yeah, basi- the water. Oh, I was going to say, uh, basically Avatar Wakanda Forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do we have blue people? Yes. Is a lot of it underwater? Yes. All right. Well, here we go. Um, so, so Avatar, the way of the water. Um, one of the coolest advertising slogans, like one of the coolest marketing statements ever said was James Cameron in the promotion of this movie. He said, it's okay if during the movie you have to get up and go to the bathroom. Just go because you'll see the movie twice. Oh, he's wow. he knows. the confidence. confident. He knows. I'm just saying, I'm like, dang, I'm, I wasn't paying too much attention to your movie, but now I am. So is it one of those that like, if you haven't seen the first one, you can see the second one? You know, if you have you seen Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves? I've seen Pocahontas. Have you seen like because basically it's like oh the, the I'm, I'm integrating myself into a uh, what I would consider to be a inferior society a primitive society but then I find out that their wisdom might surpass all of ours. And I now, was six when it came out, so well, I, you should watch it. Wow. It's, it's worth a watch. But the experience, I, I'm actually really surprised that they haven't re-released the original one in theaters or in IMAX as a prelude 
to the new one coming out for people that, that were six. Sense. That yeah. would make sense. And because I wonder it, if they'll do that on like opening night, like maybe like Disney one Plus. into the next. Maybe it was. It, it is on. It, it's on Disney Plus. I mean, you can go buy it, right? But it's not the yeah. same watching it on your forty-five oh, yeah, inch television as it was in IMAX because it was the the whole th- point of the movie. Like, do you, did you who saw Avatar? I, I've seen it. Do you remember the names of the characters? Yeah. Yes. What are they? Jake Sully is the main character. And then, uh huh. The, the blue uh, girl who was go, go, Nig- 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 first Nig- off, you can watch your mouth right now. <laughs> it's a Christian show. No, like the, the, the idea is you don't know who don't knows know, who the character is. Ewa. It was like Sig- Sigourney Weaver, and then the military guy. This is not right. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. So the point is, like, who cares yeah. about the story? Who cares about the characters? Like, the it was the experience was watching this huge, amazing, yeah. vibrant, immersive world, mm-hmm. and uh, that, and that really was the point of it. So I, I think that we know you don't know who the characters are, but you still want to watch the movie. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, the, you could probably watch one of those uh, Avatar in three minutes recap videos on True. the. On YouTube and then get caught up. <laughs> That'd be plenty. Yeah. Anyway, so that you just thinking that you said I had to get up and pee reminded me about <laughs> James Cameron's completely baller statement. James, you know how many movies James Cameron so has proud made? Of himself. I don't know. Not a lot. Like it, five. It, it's like nine movies, and one yeah, of them was really? Piranha Two. You wow. Know? Oh, <laughs> like to, it was, to be yeah. fair, the other ones are like Avatar, Titanic. It was Avatar, Titanic, Terminator, Terminator Two, Aliens, The Abyss. Aliens was and solid. um. It's still pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just it's not that many movies, yeah. but every single one of them iconic, iconic. Yeah, and like so a huge step forward in in movie making. Yeah, yeah. So so if James Cameron said there was a rumor, so back in the nineties, before all the the renaissance, the re- resurgence of superhero movies, James Cameron was slated to direct a Spider Man movie. And I would love to step through the multiverse and see the James Cameron Spider Man movie. What they would have done with it. There was a, there's a script that you can find very easily with a quick Google search, which is god awful terrible. Okay. Can I call four one one and they can find the script for me? <laughs> if you can, if you can find a phone that's a landline, yeah, you probably can. Um, so yeah, anyway, you can Google it. You can Google anything. Uh, so so let's let's talk about our generations today. Um, we have the the Gen Z. What up? What up? Uh, Gen Z is the earliest Gen Zers. By definition, we're born in 1995, and the youngest in 2010. They are ambitious. They are digital natives, and they are confident. What you're? I'm getting a finger waggle. No, no. We're ni- I'm 1995, and I'm I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. Don't pack me in. I buddies. thought it was 98. No, no, no. no, no. So, so it's 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 nebulous. Now, all of these are nebulous. It depends on when. So, uh, typically, your Gen Zers are going to be your your their centennials. They're going to be the people that were born after 2000. Yeah. But there's there's that gray area in between. I think they call like zillennials or something like that. Z- yeah, you can you can hybridize anything. No, now now wasn't it before them. the show, Alexandria? You were saying I'm mm-hmm. I'm a millennial, but everybody tells me that I'm more like a. I said my gen- friend Jace says that I uh, act like I'm so once, 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 to, to you out fair. Once you say my friend, I just stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> wow, millennials like Alexandria, <laughs> allegedly, uh, according to what Jace didn't say. Uh, uh, millennials are those born before between 1982 and 1990? Question mark five. We'll call it 95. Um, Confident, curious, and questioning authority. Yeah, pretty much. The, the yeah. two the two girls around this table with the wild colored hair, <laughs> <laughs> questioning authority. It makes the most sense. To yeah, be honest. yeah. The president of my company saw my hair today, and I was like, "What? What's a better What's a better frame of the of a window for that? Would you say 95, 96, basically through the end of the nineties? For millennial, yeah, I would say maybe we can stretch it to ninety six, but ninety five is a cutoff. Yeah, 
I think because nobody born after 1996 like really remembers much of like the 90s, <laughs> but yeah. I have very vivid memories of like the 90s. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And like 90s culture. Yeah, five years is enough to kind of start forming those mm-hmm. those memories. Like I barely remember the 70s. I was born in 77, mm-hmm. but I still remember some things from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, my mom exposed me to a lot of popular culture very early on. So I remember watching Mork and Mindy. Uh, I remember <coughs> Happy Days. I remember the mm-hmm. Sesame Street when it was Grover's Sesame Street instead of Elmo's Sesame Street. Can I get a holler from the old Ooh-hoo. folks in the audience? Yeah. Grover? Generation X. Are you ready? Includes those born between 1965 and 1981. That's us, Ollie. It sure is. Resourceful, logical, and good problem solvers. Also, we remember video games when they were pure and good. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And boomers, baby boomers. Baby boomers. Born between 1945 and 1964. Why, that's barely you, Mom. I'm in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) My mom, who also just celebrated a birthday. Yesterday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. And she is eight years old. That's right. <laughs> the thing is, she's so old and hard of hearing that she doesn't know that I just slurred the number on purpose. I heard the eight. I heard the eight. <laughs> uh, Baby boomers are committed, self-sufficient, and competitive. And they say that they're so competitive because there were so many of them. Uh, That's right. It's hard. It's hard. There are challenges that, that come when you kind of try to cross generation communication because we don't speak the same language sometimes, do we? Mm-mm. Have you ever had an encounter experience where you're talking to somebody from a different generation than you? I mean, Oliver, you have teenage kids. Yes. Uh, and you just, I don't understand the words. You don't understand the words, the ideas. 100% agree with that. I, uh, it's hundo P. Yes, it is a hundo P. I haven't yes. figured out the hundo yet. <laughs> It's um it's it's we're just having fundo with the word hundo. hundo. It's uh like a hundred. One hundred percent. Hundo P. Or you can say facts. That's True. facts. True. Real real talk? That's facts. Real talk? Mm. That's it? facts, no printer. <laughs> facts no printer? Facts no printer. Facts. Oh. <laughs> ASAP, no Rocky. <laughs> what? <laughs> Love it. I don't, Oliver. These are these are verbal hieroglyphics. Yeah, basically. Yes. <laughs> All right. So so I'm gonna talk. I'm, I wanna I wanna see if uh, if Oliver. But more importantly, no. I'm gonna ask my mom. Uh, Oliver, you can observe. Okay. But this is really a, a test for my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Tony. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask you some questions about things that that kids say today. These kids, what do they say today? So this is a, a real quick pop quiz called Low Key Gen Z. Love. <laughs> you can't Charlotte will not help you keep phoning a friend Mama Max <laughs> help me Charlotte alright so I'm going to tell you I'll, I'll give you a phrase and you have to tell me what you think it means are you ready <laughs> yes okay <laughs> no cap no hat on <laughs> no hat no hat uh, so no cap means no hat no hat yeah that's what it else? so how would you use it in a sentence <laughs> I think it might mean no capital letters. Right, more, right. More. So, yeah, so if yeah. you use the caps lock when you're saying, you yeah, know how yeah. kids, they'll write something and they'll put it in all caps because yeah. they're <laughs> shouting while they're texting. Right. So no cap means it's all lowercase, so it's a more subdued way of communicating. See, I got it. Oliver, is she right? No. What does no Uh-oh. cap mean, Ollie? <laughs> it means uh, no lie. I, I'm telling you the truth. All right. <laughs> that's, okay. that's a point to Ollie. So no cap means. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, do, does anybody know the origin of that, like where that came from? Didn't it come from like a rap song? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it came from a rap song, and then people were like saying it a lot on like TikTok, and then it just became a thing. How many of these things that we're gonna find out are gonna have, have come from TikTok, right? Oh, tons uh, of them. Uh, all right. So, okay, mom, no, number two. You you did not get it. You did not get a point for that one. That's okay. It's okay. That's right. it's okay. Uh, okay, mom. Question number two. Drip. Drip. Oh God, you know that's my coffee maker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Woo-woo. You got it, Mags. You got it. All right, so so drip. What what would drip mean for a young person? It would mean not very cool. Not very cool. Like you're a drip. Mm. Or better yet, maybe they are cool. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they are. Oliver, what is drip? Uh, it has to do with uh, fashion, clothing, how they're dressed. Look who's oh, cool! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is a drip. Drip would be would be what you're wearing, your clothing and accessories. That is cool, Oliver. You listen to your kids. I love that. Yeah, a little bit. Every once in a while, they have something intelligent to say, <laughs> <laughs> like drip, no cap. <laughs> well, bro, I still listen. I still listen, Oliver. I want you to share with us when we're done with this what your daughter asked for for Christmas. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. Um, um, okay, mom, question number three. Oh, no. What does it mean when something hits different? When it hits different. That's a good one. Mm. Somebody help me out here. I have no clue. Hits different. Oliver, what, is it, what does it mean when something hits different? Um, it's kind of like, man, that's like a different, that's like an experience. Yeah, like, like it wow. resonates with Like it me. resonates, yeah. yeah. Right. So if you're listening to something like a song and it stands out apart from the other songs, there's something yeah. that's unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, well, that's or, or, what I was going to say. Yeah. Or <laughs> also, like, if I hear my dad when he's preaching, if I hear him say something, I'm like, oh, that hit's different. You know, yeah. Oh. Yeah. like, oh, that hit. Like, you got the hit. point. You got yeah. the yeah. point. It, it, it landed it. on me in a greater uh, resonance than, than the normal things that you're saying. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, snatched. Oh, my gosh. That's just, you know, what? <laughs> did I do that? Who <laughs> snorted? I did not snort. Alexandria snorted. Know. No, no. <laughs> snatched. Yes. That just means that you grabbed something. Mm-hmm. 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 Oliver, does, what does snatched mean? Uh, I think like you get into a fight or something. No. Or, no. Uh, well, I mean, like wig being snatched that's like a <laughs> like snatch yeah. someone's weed like snatch yeah. someone's no, okay. but I think yeah. that's their but its own thing like yeah, wig snatched yeah. that's a snatch yeah. in its own is like oh you look snatched today like you your your good. hair is snatched like it looks you so look cool so good right now said no one to us ever Oliver no, no. hey Oliver your hair looks snatched oh, thank you. like someone snatched your hair oh yes, yes. mine too and, and your beard <laughs> and your facial hair right now they're yes. snatched yes absolutely. Mm-hmm. so snatched <laughs> so snatched alright mom okay, you're doing terrible at this but I'm, I'm having the time of my life so let's keep this party going <laughs> what does it mean uh, when, when a young person says bet these are all such simple sounding things. Right, yeah. So you would think that you could just kind of contextualize them fairly easily. Bet. Um, Don't overthink it. Gamble. Gamble. To, to gamble. To put your money on, on something. The odds are all in the house. I Oliver. my life. Is she right? <laughs> Uh, no, it's more like we're, we are in agreement that, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I Oliver, love this. Oliver is bringing the dictionary.com version. I love okay. this so much. Bet. Uh, adjective. We are in agreement. Yeah. So if somebody says something that is true, like, you okay, can, bet. okay, bet. Yeah. 
Like, okay, bet. Almost like wow. you bet. Like, wow. you, you bet that's true. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if, like, lawyers start, like, talking like this in court? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's some straight habeas corpus. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh true, true, true. Math facts, math facts. Uh, okay, mom. Ah, oh, not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Skirt. S K R R T. Skirt? Dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are some of your favorite dances, Mom? From your from your day. When you uh, would uh when you would Yeah. Sock hop. She's not that old. I'm not that old, yeah. Uh, the Charleston? I mean, 23 Skidoo? The mashed potato. I don't know. No. We did the pony. We did the pony. We did the uh twist. We did the uh, jerk. We did the jerk. Mm. What else? The, the I don't jerk. Know. And yeah. then, oh, but the best was the shag, and that word really means dance. It was the shag. <laughs> that was a Myrtle <laughs> oh Beach thing. Oh my gosh, thing. I'm mortified right now. Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, skirt, skirt. Uh, that means that you're you're peeling out, you're leaving, you're driving away. Skirt quickly. Skirt, skirt. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Skirt. Uh, Mom and Mag said, I'm trying to skirt right now. I've used it in the context, though, of like needing to like leave something. Like, I'm going to skirt out here. Yeah. 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 Like, skirt. Okay. Main character. You are still doing this. (laughs) Main character. You're learning so much tonight. Mm hmm. (laughs) Unnecessary stuff. (laughs) When you know, you know. What did you say before? Um,. What was it? Main, Main character. character. Main character would be uh, the love of my life. Okay. The person okay. that I'm your, in love your, with. Your okay. main character is okay. I'm not. I mean, that's pretty solid. Um, I, you get a point. Charlotte gives you a point. <laughs> you got a Z point. I mean, Ollie. Uh, main character. I, I guess like when you're talking about like main character energy, someone who is the life of the party they're in charge they they know what's happening what's going on that sort of thing Aww. exactly oliver <laughs> might be younger than me you guys he might have just he might have just that was top tier yeah. i thought main character meant like oh you're just someone arrogant like oh you, oh, like you think you're being main character like, it's all about you. yeah it's all yeah. about you i feel like no. sometimes it can be used like that like oh they give main character energy and like self-centered energy. yeah but yeah. also if i see somebody who's like life of the party and like Maybe not always in a negative way, but just kind of like everybody kind of gravitates towards them. I'm like, oh, main character. Mm. Or if it's like, you know, someone you love. I pull it back to mom and Mags. If it's like somebody you love, they're like, oh, yeah, that's my main character. Yeah. I like that. That's good. I like that, too. That's, that's what we call a mercy point. Thank you. <laughs> Do I have two now? No. Uh, you have one. One. <laughs> when something is sus... You got this one. No, mom, you got you this got one. It. You got I it. I do. I do. Sus. You do. They believe in you. <gasps> they believe in you, Maggie. Sus. Sus. Is it short for something? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you got it. Has sustenance. Yes. <laughs> it is a calorie count, nutritional. No, it is not. It is not. Oliver, when something is sus, it's suspect. Uh, makes you think. Suspicious. Are you, suspicious. Are you really telling suspicious. me the truth? That sort of thing. Shady. Oh. That's shady. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's oh, definitely sus. shady. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm a little more positive than most people. <laughs> all right, we we have we have uh, just a few more, Mom. You're you're almost you're you're, you're doing great. You got it. You're hey, killing it. Listen, we're paying you for this, okay? Okay. okay. Um, Stan, um, the guy that wrote uh, Spider-Man, Stan Lee. Oh, Stan Lee. Oh, yes. That's so good. 
good. You know what? Not <laughs> the answer point. we were looking Take for, it. but Stanley is always the right answer it's on the Nerdy Godcast. Take that point. So we are going to give that one to you. Congratulations. <laughs> Automatic. Automatic win. So Stanley, uh, Oliver, what is Stan? Uh, I think it's like like an overzealous fan of something. Yeah. Of Stanley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, can be an overzealous fan of Stanley. Yes. Yes. That's Do right. we know where that originated from, ladies and gentlemen? From an Eminem, Eminem song. song. There we go. Yeah. What up? <laughs> um, Eminem the candy. Or? Yes. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Candy. Yep. Milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. I Y K Y K. I-Y-K-Y-K. If you know, you know. Yay! Yay! Yes! <laughs> Mama Mags. That was so uh-huh. good. Very good. Uh, tea. As in the beverage. Tea. Tea. Uh, Charlotte has already used it on this show. Oh, and and I explained it. Tea, 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 tea. Tea would be... Hundo. No, I don't know. 41. Four. I don't know. No. Four, one, one. Information. It is. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Okay, you guys know I got. I just got a hint. I got hints. We No, so. we, we could all tell. <laughs> Even those people that were listening and not not watching <laughs> definitely, definitely heard you. <laughs> all right, three more and we'll be done. Oh, God. Sending me. Um, let's see. Um, making me feel good. Can we allow it? I'm trying to figure out what that would mean. Like if I used it in a sentence. I, I mean, broke. when I use it, it's more like Pentecostal. <laughs> it's like, well, that just sent me. <laughs> I like use it whenever like someone made something good. And I'm yeah. like, yo, that's sending me. Sending I'm me. sending. So yeah, and, it's, yeah, and it's an experience so right. that, that is sending. It's like you're like the Calgon take me away moment. Yes. Uh, yes for, yes. for old people. Oliver nods and understanding. Young now, people go. I didn't know that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you understand the Calgon reference, that, yes, right? Yes, the Calgon mm-hmm. reference. Yeah. Uh, two more. Bussin. Bussin. I, I hate that. this one so much. No, don't use that one. Don't bad, use bussin? No. Mm-mm. Is, no. It, is it bad? Negative connotation. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know that it has. It, it People is. People use it now, but the original context of that oh. word is not good. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, it's Get bad. at it. No. Is it? Okay. All right. Mom, mom, what what is what is bussin? And then I want to find out what Alexandria thinks bussin is. I'm absolutely. We're not not talking about it on the show. (laughs) Bussing, bussing or bussin? Bussin, bussin. Yeah, like like. Oh, like you're bussing somebody's chops or something. Bussing somebody's chops. Okay, that's not that's not exactly it. (laughs) Uh, Oliver bussin. The cut. The way I know it to be is like saying something is really really good yeah, uh, yeah. Very, Yo, that's either very entertaining or very good tasting if it's food uh, I, I've heard um, but that's about it I so like that, that say bussin bussin that's yeah, so good bussin bussin that is so good that I would have that transported in on a bus we are bussing it in <laughs> okay. I want to um, know how many of these words are in the dictionary like none of them okay um, but so so bussin comes from from bustin which is kind of like hip hop etymology right. yeah. yo, yo that's bustin uh, unless you're Alexandria, and it is probably something way worse. Do you understand the etymology oh. of the hip-hop terminology? Listen, don't quote the old magic to me, which I was there when it was written. 
I am I am run I am D and I am C. <laughs> I'm seeing my way out of this conversation. Um, all right, uh, and finally, mom, this is the last one. Snack. Oh my gosh, that's too simple. It's a snack. It's like Cheetos. Yes. yes. <laughs> but but, but flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the one. It's, it's to describe somebody like a girl or something. A good looking girl. Oh, All right. Good. She gets it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are we willing to give her honorary Gen Z status? Yeah. Or at least, a, a, at least a day pass? <laughs> All right, great job, Mom. You are low key Gen Z, and we make that makes me really, really happy. What are some of the things that that w- when you're talking about the different generations that that kind of create some challenges? Because I know that the world for a 20 year old is different. Uh, we'll give an example tonight. Uh, Liz came in to film an announcement video for our church that we show up on the screen in front of everybody in our our church uh, to let them know about the upcoming events at the church. And Liz, because she is lovely and true to her fandoms, is wearing a My Hero Academia t-shirt. What up? She has this just this cute little My Hero Academia t-shirt. It, it is it's darling. If you love My Hero, it's it's great. Oliver showing the the screensaver, the wallpaper from his phone is My Hero Academia. So no problem with it. But I said, hey, can we change your shirt? Because I'm an old man. And I realize that we are marketing the the announcement videos to an entire church of people that are not necessarily as into the fandom as as we are. So because I'm old and I see the world from a different point of view, now your statement was, oh, I asked Christian, who is my son, who is 20, and he said it was fine. And I said, he is 20, and he doesn't know <laughs> anything. being attacked. No, 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 no. You're not being attacked. It, 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 it's, just, it's just an identification of the different things. To you, you're, dressed, you're not dressed in a revealing way. You're not dressed in something that's ratty or dirty or anything like that. You're dressed in a, the way that you live your life. Hmm. You but look f- beautiful. Uh, w- Thank w- you. But for me, I'm going, but we are communicating a certain thing to a certain you know, multi-generational thing, so we want to make sure that we put together a, a different uh branding or a different look there that's just me kind of being the old corporate guy right mm. it's the same thing like with um dress codes for kids that come into church or or you know like, like kids will come uh, kids kids anybody under the age of 30 to me as a kid right uh wearing a hat in church mm. is that a big deal Mm-mm. i have seen i've seen it be a big deal and i've seen it not be a big deal because when women wear hats in church people don't the people that I've seen don't really tend Women to... will buy hats for, for church. church. Right. But if a man is wearing a baseball cap in church, <clears throat> he has to take that off. Right. If if you had an entire church of 20-year-olds and somebody came in wearing a baseball cap, would anyone have a problem? No. 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 Because people wear Less trucker likely. hats on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like... I think if you go to a church that has a lot more Gen Z and... Even what's before millennials, mm-hmm. yeah, Gen Z yeah. millennials. I think that they really wouldn't. It really wouldn't bother them. But if you go to a church that has like mixed well, I mean, generation, there could be some tension. So, yeah. so I'm looking over here at, at Liz and Alexandria, and you are tattooed, young ladies. You have many tattoos. I don't know what you're talking about. You're <laughs> <laughs> these old arms. <laughs> these old things. You have, you have several tattoos on, which is not a problem. I'm not offended by that by that sort of thing. But let's just say that you went to a church uh, filled with people that were maybe 60 years old and up. Might it be looked at a different way 
than if you were among a group of your peers. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, there are different worldviews between people of different ages, mm-hmm. right? Um, even Charlotte, you know, you have a, a piercing on your face. Um <gasps> Yeah, my, mom, my mom is offended now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, and now I can't look at you the same way. Oh my god! Uh, in the church context, how how are the what are the, some of the challenges of of generations kind of relating with each other that you've experienced? You talk about worship. Yeah, well, in anything. Yeah, let's talk like, about worship. I think worship is probably a really big rift between generations, in a lot of ways. Um, the church that I go to is pastored by. Um, a young couple, but our worship team is comprised of like those who are older and some who are younger, and it's very interesting to hear, oh, like what they think are like oldies, like songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Shout when, to the Lord! <laughs> like for me, I like I didn't grow up in a church, so I don't have like a framework of old songs. An old song for me is like. Oceans, like that's an old worship song to me. Ten years old, (laughs) like for me, that's old. But um, it can be funny hearing some of the older people in my church talk about like what some of these worship songs just repeat themselves over and over. And I'm like, they're they're too wordy. Let me break out the hymnal, please. I thought I saw him on the hill the other day. I was like, if you think, if you think that repeating the same thing over and over again in worship is you don't like that you might not like heaven because literally all they sing is holy is the lord god uh, right like over and over and over and over you know why because they in heaven they haven't renewed their ccli license (laughs) (laughs) that's true it is true i'm crying it's true it's really annoying but yeah no that's i feel like that's a pretty big rift that happens and as somebody who's like a worship leader it is interesting having to create a quote-unquote set list Mm. and like be mindful of those things I do have to be so you're an older person you're and you go to church with us mom um what what is your take on that because you went to church as a little girl in the country Uh, Mm -hmm. you guys used the the hymnals I'm sure yes and so now you're in a, a different culture a different world what what is your take on that when you look at the way that church has done modern church younger church well, when I was in church when I was younger, they always the pastor would say, "Turn to hymnal page number one ninety one, and then you'd sing the old rugged cross or something like that." I'll fly away. What? <laughs> Sorry. Looks like page one ninety one was "I'll Fly Away." Just get it right <laughs> or pay the price. Away. Actually, that's what they played at Mama's funeral. Remember? <laughs> but um, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I listened. See, to Neff, it's not just you. <laughs> oh. Wait now. I listen to Christian radio, and I know all the now songs. That if you listen to Christian radio, you might not know all the now songs. I think our our local Christian radio station is still playing "Awesome God" by Rich Mullins. Our God is, is an awesome. awesome no, God. they play a lot of really new stuff, and it's there's two of them, and and there I have number one on my dial and number two on my dial, and I listen to them back and forth depending on which one sounds better. But I know the songs. Depending on if it's share or not. <laughs> <laughs> I know the songs, and when I'm at church, I love to hear those songs. Because even though I can't sing, I like to listen to them and, and move my lips like I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So what if it what if it was the opposite? Like what if all of a sudden we went to like 1954 and you guys all walked into a church? Would you feel like, oh yeah, I'm right at home, or would you go, this is weird? Um, that's that's called walking into Frostproof Church of God. <laughs> oh man, shots fired. <laughs> well, I lived there. Uh, I know, I know that you did. That was one of those. That was one of those generational rifts that I saw a lot. I didn't even think about that until just now. Um, Frostproof was where your your dad, Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon, pastored for X number of years. Right. And uh, Frostproof is a small town, and small towns tend to graduate into modern cultural norms slower. Way later than everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And that was very evident in the music that we did at that church. Yeah. Um, and even in like the structure like it was all pews and the lights were all on and there were stained glass windows so it was bright the whole time mm. which is like totally different than most churches do. For, now. First thing that we did when we got our church was we walled off the windows. Right, right. That's what normal that's I that's need control over do. the light. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, how will the anointing how will people know when God is moving? <laughs> well, okay. Obviously not that extreme, but it definitely does. Like there are some people who are m- more comfortable when the lights are down because they don't feel like people are looking at them. Mm. And so being in that older culture where we were doing songs out of a redback and we were sitting and standing in these pews and there was a choir loft with pews and there were altars down at the front it was very like what i grew up in same thing it was very different than going like when i would visit a friend's church so how how then in in your estimation open to the table here are churches now marketing or packaging themselves for a millennial slash Gen Z generation and kind of abandoning the boomer generation? Um, I want to just speak into the Hispanic cultural part of it. Um, I was born and raised in a Hispanic church. Wait, are, are you Hispanic? I am. I'm no Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> so I will say, um, when you asked the question, if we went back to like the 1950s, how would church look like? And I would say the same way. Pretty much it, exactly, exactly the same. Exactly now. The religion part of church has followed the Hispanic community since the beginning. And the only thing that has pretty much changed is technology. Um, but I remember when I was little... I grew up in the same church for like uh, 18 years and from when I started going until I until I moved on it was practically the same Mm -hmm. and we all had to come in dress super super nice if you were going to be on the altar you have to have clean shaving girls had to you know shave your their legs you have to have no be, jewelry no n- yeah no jewelry you can have like makeup but it has to be super subtle mm. and if you have jewelry they have to be studs you wear a wedding ring and that's it and that's it yeah. and fully covered and um us like the youth group we were different and they didn't like that um and you know, I think it takes it's like it's been that way for such a long time. And I think now it's when they're kind of breaking out of that. But if you go to any Hispanic church, it's going to be the same. So the, the the generations as as the young people are now kind of taking a little bit more control as the millennials are the decision making factor in a lot of different churches now. Yeah. Um, you, but millennials, you know, Gen Xers and millennials um, are, are the ones that are at the cutting edge of defining culture. 
you're starting to see things change uh, in church culture. There's a, I don't know if you guys pay attention when you guys are driving, but on Goldenrod heading towards Pershing, there is a church. The banner says Aroma. That church used to be called Iglesia Toque de Vida, but the parents, the pastors of the church resigned, gave the church to their daughter. She renamed it Aroma, Aroma, and now they're targeting the millennials. Yeah. And a lot of people left, the older people left because they didn't like that. Well, I, I don't know that I could tell people with a straight face that I go to Aroma <laughs> Church. <laughs> but I, I grew up in a church that was in, literally in the front, across the street from our church was a water purification plant. And behind our church was a bakery, a bread bakery. So depending on which way the wind was blowing, you either smell crap or you would smell <laughs> <No>. bread baking. <laughs> it was just like, it was anyway, it was like, Lord, are you pleased with us today? What will, what will our aroma be, Jesus? <laughs> I think very similarly, the church that I go to now, the pastor is um he's in the boomer generation and it was seabreeze it was very like formal and seabreeze sounds like a yacht rock church seabreeze church <laughs> um but whenever his son steven took over um he renamed the church to generation church and it has totally shifted the culture not like just the name but even like Pastor Stephen and his wife Joy coming in. It were there is, are there were there older people that might have felt a little disenfranchised? I think there were some that and they might have looked at it and said, "Hey everybody, what's Stephen?" Wow. <laughs> He's the worst. Well done. Yeah, but I would say honestly, Pastor Stephen and his wife have done a really great job, along with our executive team, of making sure there is a space for multi generational, like a multi-generational congregation it's and that's a hard thing to do but i think that that older generations now are more willing to kind of take that corner and and and, and integrate mm. youthful culture than maybe the generation before them mm -hmm. um and you have to remember like my mom is is forgive me my mom's in her 60s right and, but she grew up in an age listening to rock and roll music you know yeah. she didn't grow up uh, in, in the age where everything was just uh, very antiquated and old she sat listening to the phonograph and you know in her <laughs> rocking chair you know the, uh, like there, there was there was a tipping point i think for the culture where youth culture became cool and it never uh, it never became uncool to to some degree yeah. we 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 had um somebody that they wanted to do a rap in the church a few years ago, it was about about ten years ago or so, uh, a young person that they they were a rapper and they wanted to come and bring some Christian hip hop, uh, and and the answer was well not on a Sunday morning, not on a Sunday morning. That's that's for youth group. That's not for Sunday morning. And I sat there and went, dude, I'm like, I'm in my late thirties. I'm in my my mid, mid to late thirties. People that are in their 40s and almost 50 grew up listening to rap music. Yeah. Like, this is no longer what those kids listen to. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you were listening to 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 Run DMC and Sugar Hill Gang, and you were listening to, uh, I mean, Public Enemy, and those, I mean, even, like, very aggressive rap music, not just DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, but, like, real rap back in the 80s so if you're mm -hmm. if you're 25 years old in 1985 i mean dude you're you're in your 60s now right i mean <laughs> that's weird uh, is that <laughs> is, is my math wrong on that but i feel like that's that's, that's not wrong yeah because if you're born in 1960 you were listening to rap music in your 20s mm -hmm. and and there you are so it's it's really it's bizarre to think how the older generation is maybe not as uncool as we want to brand them to be 
Thank yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> that's Thank definitely you. weird to think about because I've always thought because I listen to 80s music a lot. And so I've always thought of it being like the best. Well, yeah, Sorry. obviously. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I didn't. I think my time perception was a little bit off because now seeing that like my grandpa was listening to 80s music as an adult mm-hmm. and being able to like fully take it in yeah like that's super weird for me yeah Mm -hmm. that's super weird for me because my dad is a really big 80s fan but he was like listening to it when he was younger yeah yeah yeah. when he was in elementary and and middle school and so it's just it's a weird it's a weird uh time perception thing yeah so my exposure to mtv took place when i was also watching like preschool stuff on nickelodeon right Uh, when mtv launched I, i think i was like five years old and i had an older sister and for a brief time even my older brother lived with us and we would watch mtv and i was exposed to it because of their exposure to it so uh, I remember a lot of those old 80s things but that wasn't necessarily my generation um, the stuff I listened to was more more 90s stuff right. but even that is old and I become more aware the more people will tell me how many years ago it was to, to 1990 I'm like ugh, ugh, please, why please don't, don't tell me please don't do that. that 1990 was that long ago holy cow man. Just, stop, stop. <laughs> and it was forever ago oh my gosh but I think that so uh, th- there's this uh, app that just came out or that just became very, very popular in the last few days. Have you guys tried this? You tried this, the AI app, right? Where yeah. you put your pictures in there and somebody steals oh. your data and then they. <laughs> it's my favorite way to give the Russians. We literally all of my just give them our information. Yeah. They don't steal it, we Please, give it to them. Take my face, use it for whatever you want to. I don't need it anymore. It's all public. <laughs> just now, give me right? a cool picture. Just give me a cool picture. I just need, I just need to look like an astronaut with a colorful <laughs> background. Um, and, and, and we've done it. Charlotte's all came out where she looked like some kind of anime hero. She Every one every one of Charlotte's Lando. pictures wow. looks like Alita Battle Angel. Uh, Weird. <laughs> I thought they looked so cool. You look beautiful. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. I, there was no... I, wa- I wasn't like, oh, wow, I'm ugly in these. It was just... I realized that when I smile, I have high cheekbones. And so when I smile, my eyes kind of disappear. And in all the pictures that I submitted, I was smiling. And so when I got them back, I was like... Oh, they wow. straight up sent you pictures of Japanese girls. Yeah, <laughs> what it was with Japanese girls on their shirts. Like, and, and I'm looking at one. T-shirt. How is this picture 100% an Asian chick and 100% Charlotte yeah. at the same time? It's it, so- is, <laughs> it is not bitty bitty. It is all. But even but but I, I say all that to say this: like we enjoyed it, and we're we're used to technology. And then my mom did it. I did it. <laughs> and she's and they old. Were good, and they were good. The pictures were good. They looked really nice. They looked so good. But it's yeah. just, I, I think that the older generation now is getting more acclimated to the technological world. And I think it's probably easier for somebody in their 50s and 60s and beyond to understand how things like that work. There's a, a guy that we know through the church, and he, he posted something on Facebook today. And he's like, if I want to uh, you know, control my lights, I have to say, hey, Google. If I want to do this, I have to say, hey, Siri. If I want to do this, I have to say, hey, Alexa. Now there's a thing on my refrigerator called Bigby, Bixby. And it's like, I, I, gotta, I, I don't remember who my friends are, but I got to remember who all my appliances are. <laughs> And I, but but I think the older generation is is getting better at understanding the modern technology that we live in, more so than if we went op- the opposite direction. If we threw this thing in reverse, and all of a sudden you guys had to start using paper maps, you would never leave the house. Oh my! You God. just you, you, you couldn't do it. How if, did we do? If we're sitting there at dinner. 
and somebody's like, oh, what was that one movie with that one guy? And you didn't have your phone. What would if we I do? If I didn't have IMDb, I'm pretty sure I would lose my mind. How would we know? <laughs> you, we'd have to go to Blockbuster. I'd have and to just call look for a America. Or the library. We would have to go to the library. We'd have to know the Dewey Decimal System again, oh you guys. We have to go to the, you. You will never know wow. what it was like to have to go to the card catalog when you wanted to learn something. Or Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, I remember oh, doing that in elementary school. It's just it's so funny how like it it would be harder for this generation I think to go backwards than it is for the older generation to go forwards. Yeah. And uh, and maybe that's why you young people are so overly sensitive and privileged. <laughs> Oh, spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm old, and I know tw- people 20 years older than me that do all the same things that you guys do on the computers and and iPhones and everything. So 20 years older, and that's old. Props to them. That is old. That is painfully old. <laughs> 50-year-olds are capable of a lot, Mads. Oh, yeah, that's right, 50. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're babies, Mom. They're babies. <laughs> they're little tiny toddlers. Uh, well, well, we're going to do this before uh, we're going to play a quick game. I know that we're, we're running out of time for tonight, but I, I do want to encourage you guys in, in the word. When I first became a Christian, I was 13 years old and I remember going to church on one, one Sunday night. There's something that old people do is go to church on Sunday night, right? Uh, we don't do that crap anymore. We just did that last week. Listen, it was a Christmas concert, <laughs> Oliver, and there was reasons. It was a great concert. I will say this. I will, I will say, hunt it. I will say this. Um, there was a man that was singing a song, and it stuck in my mind. I, I went and bought the cassette tape of the service. It's like it was like YouTube, right? But you actually had, <laughs> but you had to put it in your Walkman and, wow. and rewind it when you were done. It was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> he, and he opened up the service by singing two songs, and they were musical versions of the twenty-third Psalm and the one hundredth Psalm. And I, and I'd never heard anything like it before, and I loved it. It was captivating to me. And I listened to it again and again and again until I knew every word. In fact, when my son was a baby, when he would go to sleep at night, I would sit there by his bedside, and I would pray for him, and I would sing to him the twenty-third Psalm and the one hundredth Psalm exactly like this guy on this cassette tape did it. I don't know what his name is. I'll never meet him in this side of heaven. But I completely ripped off his song and. And used it to speak over my kid every single night of his life, Aww. and uh, and and it was the 100th Psalm that that captured my attention and my imagination. And I want to talk a little bit about it in the context of our conversation tonight. And that is this: facts change, the usage of terminology and words change. Bussin might mean something different to you than it means to me. Tea is the beverage that I am drinking tonight during this podcast, but it might mean something different to Charlotte. You know, we have all of these uh, snacks should be universal. Apparently not anymore. Um, But although words change and and, and usage of things change, communication changes and facts change, truth never changes and the truth for the older generation truth for the middle generation truth for the younger generation and truth for the next generation the kids that haven't even been born yet um truth never changes and i i just want to share this this word with you guys real quick psalm 100 says make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye land serve the lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god it is he that has made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his to his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name and this is the part i want you guys to pay attention to for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Now, now here's the, the, the two things I want to unpack. Truth endures to all generations is key here. His mercy is everlasting. 
And the word there for everlasting means it has a long duration. It is from antiquity. It has futurity, which is a word I wasn't even aware about, which means it goes all, it goes way back and it goes way forward forever, ever, everlasting, evermore. It is perpetual. From infinity to beyond. Yes, mom. <laughs> I love that. His, his, his mercy is everlasting, but his truth endures to all generations. And when I was looking at it, there is no Hebrew word for endures. There's no Hebrew word there. We put it in an English to fill out the sentence, but it, what it basically means is his truth is forever. For every time, that word for all generations literally translates to for every time and everyone living in those times. And I think it's different because his mercy is something that needs to enter into our timeline and apply to our situations. We've messed up. We need a savior. So wherever we are in the timeline, his mercy comes into that timeline, interacts with us, uh, converges with us, and then moves forward with us forever. His mercy is everlasting. Once he's been given it, it will never run out. But his truth is for every single time, for every single person that lives in those times. It is not limited to our experience, to our encounter, our story. His truth is permanent, universal, and not confined to the boundaries of generations. So if you are a boomer, if you are a millennial, if you are a Gen X, a Gen Y, a Gen Z, wherever you find yourself, um, you are subject to this one reality, and that is that the truth and the love of God is for you, it is forever, and it never expires. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen. amen. All right, well, that is all the time that we have for today. We are so grateful for all of you guys that have tuned in and listened to us and stayed with us this long. Uh, I want to say thank you to our special guest, my mom. Yay! Yay. I almost cried when you walked in. It was so sweet. I was Aww. so excited. Oh, I love that. And I don't know how we have gotten through an hour and a half long show without my mom saying something cripplingly embarrassing about me. <laughs> you got anything right now? Are we over yet? Is it over yet? No, it's not no. over. No. <laughs> she, she's like locked and loaded. She's ready to go. Uh, no. Well, maybe she'll tell you something interesting when we go off the air. But thank you, Mom. I appreciate that. I, I definitely owe you one. Uh, <laughs> we're so grateful for all you guys that are listening. Please remember to like, share, subscribe. If you really enjoy this show and you really enjoy kind of the cross culture uh, from, from Christianity and all your faith and fandom, uh, please do us a favor and tell somebody about it. If you know someone who likes this kind of stuff, uh, it really, really does help us when you share the shows. Listen to it on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, we love it and appreciate it. If you leave us uh, a rating, we love stars, especially when they come in fives and uh, if you would please leave us a review as well what that does is that helps people be able to find our show a lot easier and uh, that really does go a long way to helping us be as impactful as we possibly can we would do it even if it was just you listening but it's a lot better if it's you and 10,000 of your closest friends join the Nerd of God squad go to nogsquad.com and join our Facebook small group and um, please help us to uh, to continue this community going growing and glowing and Jesus name and uh, that is all that we have uh, any, anything else that we, we need to do or any other business we need to take care of please I'm pray so happy to be back on the podcast guys we haven't done this in so long I know we miss you Charlotte yes we miss you. So we're, we're due again, what, in like three months, four months? Yeah, three, four. <laughs> uh, we're going to do something special at Christmas time, and I haven't really even announced it yet, but um, we're, we'll, we'll make a quick announcement on our Patreon page. But we, 
I'm just going to announce it now. Um, we're going to do something a little theatrical to celebrate Christmas. We are now in, in the Christmassy season, and I'm really excited for this idea that we have. And uh, I hope that uh, I hope that you guys will stay tuned because this is going to be something I think is going to be really, really special. Uh, we'll be trying to release it um, for on, on Christmas Eve, and uh, we hope that it's something that you and your family will enjoy and love very, very much. I'm looking very much forward to creating it for you, and by saying it now, I have committed myself to doing it. So uh, we're, we're, stay tuned. We'll, we'll have an announcement shortly. But uh, for all of us here at the Nerd of God cast, uh, thank you guys so much for being with us. Alexandria Marka. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican Ollie. Till next time. Charlotte the intern. Bye, Queens. Megacon Liz. That's Fax No Printer. Nick the engineer. <laughs> Goodbye. And my mommy. Aw, thanks for having me. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we, we can't, can't stay here. So I'm going to read Ava's Christmas list, guitar <laughs> lessons, voice lessons, miscellaneous money, <laughs> money for clothes. Miscellaneous. Here is a Canadian loony. Here is a German Deutschmark. Here is a Chinese, you know, we're just going to give her miscellaneous money. That's what she said. And then money for clothes, food, drink, character, crew length socks. Spotify. She calls it Spotify rich when you pay for <laughs> <laughs> pay for Spotify. I'm I, I want to get my Spotify wrapped and not have to wait for it. <laughs> exactly. Spotify rich. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, rest of us rocking with Spotify. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's basically it. That's what she calls the rest. Of us. Oh, that's, that's awesome.